Hey guys, you know what time it is. I'm back with another exciting show. On today's episode, we have a good friend of mine, Maxim Naylor. Maxim is a public relations practitioner, a writer, speaker, and strategic communicator who is passionate about helping brands and organizations share their story. Let's jump into this conversation. I have to say thank you, man, for coming on today's podcast. And my first question I have for you is that you have an awesome Joe story, one that shows that success is a journey of peaks and valleys. Tell us your story. Sure. So, so I grew up, I was a, a skinny, geeky kid. I, uh, you know, I didn't fit in anywhere. And, and uh, I found my, my first escape was into books and reading. Um, and then when I was a teenager, I discovered something that worked even better, which was alcohol. And, you know, for years, I was just lost to uh, addiction, depression, um, questioning my identity. Um, and that story isn't unique. A lot of people go through that. But um, uh-huh. but by the time I emerged from that, I, I had such a, a gratitude for life, a clarity about what I wanted to do. And also this kind of sense that, you know, because I'd been through those struggles, I was actually able to reach people um, that maybe others couldn't and have an empathy and an understanding of the struggles of life that maybe someone who didn't have that pain would have. Yes. Um, and that really informed as well my my journey of what I'm doing now in, in communications, which is all about storytelling, because you know, one of the things you do when you get sober is you tell your story and you listen to other people's stories. And I, I learned through that process that a story can change someone's life and a story can actually uh-huh. change the world. And that drew me so much into communication. So, so what I've been through really informs what I'm doing now. No, I like that, man. I think that is excellent how you put it. And I know we all go through stuff, right? So we didn't even say that be very vulnerable with our guests. You know, I think, um, yeah, man, that's just a wonderful uh, way of putting everything, you know. So um, the next question I have for you, Matt, is, you know, what drives you to wake up every day? I, I, think, it's, I think it's a sense that I have a set of experiences and, and a, an understanding that other people um, maybe don't have because they've had a different set of experiences. I mean, we, we've all been through struggles we've all had our own unique journey and one of the things i i tell people is that your voice is needed in the conversation because nobody else can replicate your voice and so one of the things that i really am motivated by is the sense that i might be able to provide a perspective that others don't have and so mm. when i go to school or I, I go to work and i meet with clients or uh, even just being with friends and being with family I try to think, what can I offer to this situation or to this, or to this organization that maybe they haven't heard before? Um, and I, I think we're sometimes as a society or as individuals too timid about raising our voice and speaking up when yeah. actually what you have to say might be exactly what someone else needs to hear. <laughs> no, it's true. I like always, I guess, going back to grade school or when you were in middle school, high school, and, you know, you want to say the answer, but um, either you thought you were too, school, too cool to do it or you thought if you raised your, you know, raised your hand and gave that teacher your answer, 
um, you know, you might get laughs. So I like how you say, you know, you gotta speak up and you gotta, you know, stand stand your ground as well, you know? So um, absolutely. I, I like that, man. So, you know, we all have different things in our day that, you know, bring us wins. So what are some daily routines that you do to help you to have a winning day? Well, I think you need to to set a good routine and set a good rhythm. And some people are, you know, totally able to go freeform, but that's not me at all. I, <laughs> I, uh, I function really well under structure. And I think most people are like that. And uh-huh. so for me, you know, I start off my day with, um, you know, meditating, praying, taking a bit of time out of the day to uh, connect to uh, my own sort of sense of spirituality. And for uh, me, that gives me such a good grounding to go about the rest of the day with a, a positive attitude and with a good set, a uh, good sense of energy. Um, I find, you know, so often we we uh, it's it's so funny. I was talking with a friend about this just yesterday that sometimes we rush to to say that you know there's something uh, there's something wrong when actually we're just not covering the basics of getting enough sleep, eating well, um, you know staying kind of connected to our friends. And so I try to kind of cover my basics throughout the day. And um, I try to get in some exercise if I can, um, try to connect to someone who maybe I can be a a mentor or or a support to. Um, And so I find that those basic things help me to stay connected to why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh It helps to set me on a good foot. And and then I find just closing my day with... um, you know, a bit of a, a time to read or a time to reflect on the day that's happened, um, to think what I could have done differently, what I could have done better. Um, you know, I think one of the, the funny things is, you know, if you, if any of your, your listeners are on, on LinkedIn or any of these, these sites is you'll see articles like the, the six habits of CEOs or something. Yes. And I think that we, <laughs> you know, it's kind of silly because we all have our own, our own experience and our own journey and our own routines. But I think just covering the basics, making sure that you're taking care of yourself, that you're you know, reaching out and helping someone else throughout the course of the day, that you're taking time to reflect on what's happened, that can be hugely beneficial. Um, and just giving you a sense of, of uh, a positive uh, outlook on how the day's gone and on tomorrow as well. So that's, that's kind of what my routine looks like for me. And um, Unfortunately, the rest of the time, I'm pretty much running around like a chicken with my head cut off between <laughs> uh, school and work. So uh, it makes it even more important to uh, to take the time to connect. I, I like what you said, you know, and I think you do have to take care of yourself. Like, I know for myself, we talk about exercise. Like, I know for me, I must exercise either if I go on a run or go in the gym. And I think, you know, it, it's all about a balance. And I like how you said how, you know, you're either you work out or you're going to mentor people because I was listening to um John Maxwell and he was saying if you want to have a winning 2019 you have to serve others right so I love how you put that Maxim. well and and I think that one of the you know I think one of the things that um is so important about mentoring people is it it gets you out of your own head yeah because you become aware that you know whatever issue is irritating you in that moment um when you speak to someone else and you provide them with some help or some value, you realize that what you're going through might actually be tiny in comparison to a situation that someone else is facing. Um, and so I, I think 
serving others is one of the best ways I think to to take care of yourself. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. You know, I think definitely with um, our generation, we're always on the go. I think sometimes we need to kind of, when we do have that time to sit back and relax and, you know, just taking your blessings, just, you know, even if it's calling a, a brother or a sister or a parent or saying, you know, texting a friend, or how's your day going? Because it's just small little things of, you know, um, small acts of service that you don't even know how you could touch someone, you know? So, um, yeah. That's amazing. So, you know, we are forever evolving. Can you share with us a moment in your life that shaped you into the man you are today? Well, I think I think I definitely have to to uh, to say the experience of, of coming into being a sober uh, member of society is, is something that's uh, shaped me. And um, I think one of the ways that it, it, it shaped me is that it gave me uh, an empathy that you know, so often we, we rush to be angry at someone or to think that a person is, um, has malicious intent towards us. But it gave me a real understanding that a lot of the times, you know, you don't know what someone's going through. And a person may actually be suffering when we think that they're acting out of spite. Mm-hmm. And so the experience of, of going through pain and suffering, and I, I think this is pretty common of people who've gone through any kind of, of um mental illness and come out the other side is uh, they have a, a, an understanding that, you know, this is something that affects everyone. And, and uh, you know, a person, a person can go through so much in the course of a life and that can impact how they relate to others. I mean, that, that's saying hurt people, hurt people. Right. Yeah. So um, I think I, it's an interesting thing that I, it, it was such a painful experience, but I'm so grateful for it today because it shaped me into being more empathetic, more understanding of, of people's struggles and also more able, I think, to spot when someone else is entering a period of struggle that maybe other people would miss. And so um, I think one of the things that I, uh, I reflect on today is that when you go through a, a place of pain and then you come out the other side is you have a responsibility to help others the way that you were helped in order to be able to have a life. And so I feel immensely lucky uh, that I was able to emerge from that, that period of my life. And, you know, the, the truth is that everybody knows an alcoholic or knows a drug addict. And um, we, we need to be much more tolerant and understanding. And, and we need to speak up and talk about this because this is, especially right now, a real epidemic anywhere in the world. And so um, I feel a sense of a responsibility to, to be a carrier of a, a message and to, to try to help those who are still stuck in that place. I like how you said carrier of a message. <laughs> I have to start even that. But um, yeah, man, I think it's, it's so true. You know, you, um, um, alcoholism, all that different stuff, is, it, it's hard, you know, and I think you're right, I mean, you do stand up. You do have a voice when you do say, hey, you know what? I've been through such and such, but you know what? This is how I've come out of it. And yeah, they may not be coming out the same way as you came out of it, but as well, just you being there for someone, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's really amazing, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I would, I would just was to just say that, you know, one of the best ways you can, you can help people is by being an example um, that life gets better. 
you know, yes. I, I, I think a lot of people who are in that place of pain, and I'm not even necessarily talking about alcoholism, but any place of pain, there's a feeling yeah. that nothing's going to change. And so one of the things that guides my recovery is that, you know, my, any success I enjoy in my life isn't just for me. It's, mm. it's for that person who's still in a place of pain that they may be able to look at, at the success that I'm experiencing and say, hey, you know, maybe that's available to me too. Um, yes. And so that's, that's a big motivator as well. Nice. No, I, I think you, you phrase it wonderful, man. You know, as you said, we, and we all, we all go through different things, you know? So, and I think that is the journey of being a human being and, you know, being able to help others. So, um, yeah, I really like what you said. Now, how important is your college education to what you do now? Well, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of the education I've received, and, and I absolutely believe that people um, should, should be looking much more seriously at college. Uh, you know, I think sometimes we place a huge emphasis on university, and university education can be amazing. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, one of the experiences that, that I've had through being at college is that I've learned, uh, I've learned academic skills, but also mm-hmm. applied skills that I can um, take towards a job. And I think right now, especially with the job market being as rough as it is for, at times and um, <laughs> the skills demand being being so high and the war on talent being so prevalent, I think if you can, if you can get a good vocational basis, um, I think that sets you on a, on a really good footing. And so, uh, so I'm, a, I'm a big fan of it. I, I, being at Humber, has, Humber College has been um, been amazing. I've met such such great people, and um, you know, it's it's the uh, it's the real world. It's it's people from across the world coming to Canada and coming to Toronto to try to learn skills and better their life. And it's a you know, it's a pretty it's a pretty inspiring place when you look at it. Nice man, nice. Now, if you could write a letter to your twenty year old self, what would you say? Hmm. That's a great question. I, I think I would say uh, that it's not a race. Mm. You know, I think we're in a generation where it's very easy to see other people's success on Instagram yes. and to feel less than because you're not there yet. And I, I think, you know, it's something that I've, I've struggled with, you know, coming back to school and seeing people who were younger than me uh, is I've had to appreciate that um, we all arrive at certain places at certain times and that's okay. And, and so I think the, the, what I would say to myself is um, don't sweat the pace of the journey. Uh-huh. Just, just keep on the journey because, you know, Instagram is not real life. It's not reality. And the, the things that you think other people are, um, have as an advantage, they might have, uh, you know, other struggles that you don't see that might actually set them back. And so I think just appreciating where you're at, having gratitude for that for today, as opposed to, you know, regret for yesterday or anxiety about tomorrow um, is really, I think, the, the basis of, of, of a happy existence. And so I am, um, I think I would just say, you know, slow down. <laughs> it's okay. It's not a race. Everything will be fine. Uh, and we, uh, I think we as 
in our generation, um, we need to just give ourselves a break. Yeah, we do. Because it's uh, there is there's so much pressure that that we put on each other uh, to be um, to have figured it out by the age of twenty, and it's uh, <laughs> it's just it's unrealistic because life is a journey and and it continues to evolve. Yeah, no, that's that's so true. And also for our generation, I think where a lot of people have to understand too is you know people only put things on Instagram that they want you to see. So you know you don't know yes. what their morning was, what that last night was what they're going through right now. So I think when you could take out a picture and be like, hold on now, this is just something that they, they want to put out in the world. You don't know what that person could be going through. And they could be feeling good or they could be feeling bad. But I think, as you say, you know, we should not compare to one another. And as you said, you know, run your own race, take an inhale, exhale, sit back for a little bit, then get back up on the horse and continue on your journey. Absolutely, man. So I know you're in the communications business. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Sure. So, so communications is a, is a massive, uh, a massive industry. It, it covers so much from um, media relations, like assembling press press releases, to social media, to strategy planning. Um, but what I what I will always tell people is that communications at its best is about telling stories, and so. Um, a lot of what I have done in, in my work has just been um, helping individuals and organizations to uh, to tell their story and to say, who do you want to hear this story? How are you going to get this story out so that the people that you want to hear it are actually the ones hearing it? Um, how do you measure success? And so I think a lot of communications has to do with um, a brand or an individual being able to say what they want to say and say what matters um, to the people that they want to hear it. And uh, it's, uh, it's not always the most tangible thing to, to measure, which is one of the main challenges of communications. But uh, when you see success and you see you know, an uptick in sales or bottom line success, employees are happier. I mean, a communications, uh, a communications campaign that's, that's successful and strategic can really change the whole trajectory of an individual or an organization, and so uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty proud to work in communications. It's a it's a cool thing. I get to write a lot. I get to public speak. I get to meet all kinds of people and um, work on interesting cases. And um, you know, I think that I highly recommend it for anyone who is who is a good writer, socially oriented. Um, it's it's an amazing it's an amazing industry and one that's growing I think in 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 uh, responsibility. Nice man, no, that's true. And I think what you said said that captured all of the, you know we all have a story to tell. So I'm sure you being in such a career like that is um is amazing and it's um it must be refreshing as well too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, I think that the great thing about the the economy today is that you can, um, as challenging as it is, you also can, if you have some gumption and some ambition is you can make your own path and it doesn't need to be a straight line. It can be whatever you want it to be. And I think that communications, I mean, the skills that I've learned are applicable to whatever I want to pursue in my life. Um, and so, uh, it's a really, it's an amazing thing to study and, and, uh, 
for anyone thinking of getting into it, I highly recommend Humber uh, Bachelor of Public Relations program. It's been been unbelievable for me. Wonderful, man. Well, before I let you go, I have one last question to ask you. And that question is, Maxim, what is what is some advice that you can give to our listeners while they're on their journey of excellence? Well, I'll speak about the journey of excellence in terms of communications, because that's my area of specialty. I, w- I would say there's three key lessons. The first is that you have to be authentic. Uh, you know, there's, a, there's a, a great speaker named Simon Sinek, and he talks about starting with why. And so I think if you can understand what your, your values are, what drives you besides the bottom line, what is, what is the kind of world that you as an individual or an organization want to help to usher in? Um, and then I think being consistent in the way you communicate uh, with those values. And then I think the second thing is to, to, be, to be honest. And, mm. and that's slightly different than being authentic because you can have the best you know, vision or, or mission, but if you're not honest about the way that you communicate that, people are going to find you out, especially now with, with social media. So oh, yeah. I highly recommend uh, <laughs> if you can be accurate about the facts that you present, if you can be communicating, communicating in a way that's um, ethical and uh, above criticism, that will protect your reputation a lot. And I think the last piece is to be, to be proud. I mean, we talked earlier about everyone having a story. Yeah. And one of the things that I see so much, Cameron, is that um, I'll see people who have an amazing story to tell, but yeah. they, they, somewhere along the way, someone told them that their voice didn't matter. And so they, they end up just, they don't fundraise, they don't post on social media, they don't, uh, they don't launch that campaign, which actually might be something that a lot of people are hungry for. And so if you're adopting good values, and you're going about those values in a way that's honest and ethical, then I think you should carry yourself with a bit of, and you should, you should be proud of what you're able to put out. Yeah, no, I, I... I, I agree with you, man. And I think that is probably the plus side of, you know, when it comes to branding or with social media is that, you know, you could put out stuff out there so you can let people know what you are doing. You don't have to just stick in the corner and be like, oh, poor me. No, put yourself out there. Put your business out there. You know, put your dreams out there and work hard at it. Put God first. As you say, you know, be authentic. And yeah, man, just really live life, have fun and do it, do it, the, do it the way that we've been talking about for this whole conversation. Absolutely. Well, before we go, man, do you have any where that people could follow you, like on Instagram or anything? Yeah. So, so my uh, my social handles, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, it's all at Maxim Naylor, M A X I M N A Y L O R. I also have a website, which is maximnaylor dot com. So, uh, absolutely encourage people to to follow me and and uh, would love to hear some. Uh, some people's questions or comments. I want to thank Maxim for coming on today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about Maxim, make sure you check out his website, which is MaximNaylor.com, and also follow him on his social media, which is MaximNaylor. I want you to follow me on my Instagram, which is at Cameron Bolden, and head over to my website, journeyofexcellence.co, to stay connected. Finally, I want to thank you guys for joining me today. I look forward to continuing our journey together next time. See you soon.